let's go back to September 22nd, a few weeks now, uh, since the former Nazi was brought into the House of Commons, uh, given a standing ovation by members of Parliament. A lot of questions still being asked about how that happened, right? How did we even make that kind of a mistake? One question not being asked anymore is, are there more people like Yaroslav Hunka in Canada? Because we know the answer to that question. It's an emphatic, yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, the DeShane Commission looked into that back in the 1980s and found out, yeah, there were thousands of people with ties to the Nazis that were admitted to Canada. But what's never been re- uh, released or made public is the real reason why. What did that commission find out? Now, the records have never been made public, at least not without extensive redactions, but some people have seen them. They say it's pretty clear why Canada did what they did. It's not a great mystery. One person who has been in the archives is Alvin Finkel, Professor Emeritus at Athabasca University. Uh, Alvin, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you. So let's start with these records. They, they were something you were curious about since you were a small child, right? Something your dad talked about Nazis in Canada as you were growing up. Yes, that's right. Uh, my my dad uh, would point to certain people in our neighborhood and say, "Oh, so and so, you know, uh, was uh, a Nazi during the war," and you know, the Canadian government was letting these kinds of people in. I I have no way of uh, assessing that, but you know, later as an historian, I thought, well, why don't I try and satisfy my curiosity by asking the the, uh, the immigration uh, archivist at the uh, uh, Library and Archives Canada, if uh, he, he can help me with that, you know, let me see uh, the records. And uh, I got a very positive response from that person. He, he said, you know, I think your dad was on to something. And he said, I, I think I've got the records to show you. And in many ways, the archivist did more of the work than I did because he already knew what was on the files. Now, mind you, a lot of the files I was looking at were heavily redacted. Yeah. It didn't get to see too many individual names. But there was enough information there to tell you what was going on. Um, these records, were they primarily from that commission? There were other ones involved too, right? You were sort of looking at the whole record of immigration policy in this country at the time. I was doing my research before the Deshan Commission. Yeah. Uh, a lot of what I got to see uh, is material that the Deshan Commission would have right. uh, gotten to see. Uh, they probably got to see more because they probably did get to see uh, the individual files. But I got to see all the policy-making files. I got to see uh, all the files where the RCMP was taking the government to task and saying, look, you are letting in war criminals. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. But it continued, as you say, because we did have a policy. Hey, if you fought for the enemy, quote unquote, that's it. You're not allowed. But as we all know, that policy slowly but surely over time was eroded down to almost nothing, right? Absolutely. I mean, basically, you know, between 1945 and uh, the end of 1949, anybody who uh, had any connections with, with the Nazis was not allowed into Canada. But then basically what happened uh, is that, you know, we, we had gotten into the Cold War and uh, the government of Canada wanted nobody who had any kind of connection with communists. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you, this was a period where the Canadian economy had really taken off. Like, you know, at the very end of the war, there was the fear that the economy would tank because, you know, you have all the soldiers coming home and uh, they were afraid the same thing would happen that happened after World War One. You got uh, massive unemployment. But because of, of all the social spending, that didn't happen. And uh, so employers were saying, look, we need more people. You know, what are you as a government doing? Yeah. 
Well, the government uh, had a number of problems in terms of this. Number one, they sent all the women home because that was the desire at the time was that, you know, that women, uh, it, it was patriarchy. Women, women were supposed to be at home. And that hadn't been the case during the war. So they weren't seen as a, a potential labor force. Well, you could bring in all sorts of people from countries outside of Europe, but um, the immigration uh, people, Government of Canada wanted a white Canada, so really all the, uh, the only places you could get people from were Europe and the United States, and, and you didn't want blacks from the United States. Well, for the, for the most part, Americans weren't looking to move, uh, but there were people in Europe who were. Well, but you're, you're eliminating everybody who might have any kind of connection uh, with communism and trade unionism and that. So you're looking for people who are either right wing or have, you know, no politics. Well, pretty soon they decided, well, part of our problem is that there are so many people, you know, who would like to come here from Europe who, you know, fought for the Nazis. Right. And uh, so they they started liberalizing the policy. <clears throat> there was also pressure uh, from ethnic organizations here to say, you know, forgive and forget. Well, you, you you sort of sum it up at the end by saying, and I, you know, we, we talk about Nazis and what was the overarching reasons for letting in um, Nazis. And you, you talk about Hunka in particular, the one who was in the House of Commons, and you say he was admitted because he was white, he was Christian, and he was likely to be an enemy of left-wing institutions and ideas in Canada. And, and that trumped the fact that he was a Nazi, right? It absolutely did. And frankly, during the period when, you know, when people like Hunka were getting in, Canada was still trying to prevent Jews from coming in. Right, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, it very much, the, the, the idea was we wanted a white, Christian, right-wing Canada. And that's, that. so that's, that's what the immigration policy was. It's kind of funny you know, if you think about it because <clears throat> in a way, like we think, well, you know, the, 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 this is a, a democracy, so the people, you know, determine who the government is. But in immigration policy, the government determines who the people will be. It's fascinating. Uh, Alvin, thank you so much for sharing your insight. I appreciate you being here today.